don't know if I'm the only one, but I could not pick my maid of honor. Like, <laughs> I just have too many best friends. You're just like too popular. <laughs> no, I just, I just, you I have, are. I have, t- no, I'm not. I have too many best friends. I have, yeah. So I was like, all of my bridesmaids are my maids of honor. So I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. Like, I think that's sweet though. I kept like, there's like no hierarchy. Yeah, no, there can't, no. And it's funny because I said to it the other day, I was like, what if for my vows, I'd be like, I love you. You're my best friend. Well, besides Holly and Jenny and Monica. And, Jen, and, Ka- and it goes on for 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> you're my best friend and my lover. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only best friend whose genitals come in contact with my genitals. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new level of friendship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... Speaking of friends, 62% of adults um, have between two and five close friends. Okay. But still, one in five people regularly or often feels lonely. Um, Sorry if that was confusing. One in five of the people who have two to five close friends still feel lonely. So their friends suck. Just kidding. Or I I seriously think that people really overthink how much they're missing out on. Yeah. FOMO. Yeah. yeah. Like, you see your friend is doing something with another friend and you're immediately like, well, I haven't talked to them in two weeks. But like, Uh-oh, don't look into it. popping up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back for reference. <laughs> so guys, today we are talking about friendship. Friends. How many of us have them? Is, Friends. Is it a real song? Oh my god. Yes, Holly. What is it from? A song? Oh, okay. It's not from a TV show. It sounded like it was from a TV show. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh-huh. This is loud. And louder. With Holly <laughs> and Misha. <laughs> You're lucky, your reference. According to a Barna studies, those who aren't working or those who are part of the growing proportion of Americans who work remotely or for themselves are likely making fewer friends because of a plurality of adults. That's 42% meet their friends on the job. Wow. Outside of their place of employment, American adults meet their closest friends through other friends, which is 35%, or in the neighborhood, which is 29%. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you're out of school... It's trickier to make, like, solid friendships. I was just in school, and I feel like I didn't really even make any friends. Well, it's also tough when you can't, like, hang out with them, and you're not in person. Even before. Oh. <laughs> You've got plenty of friends. Yeah, I don't need to You've got friends. No many. new friends. No new- just kidding. <laughs> no new friends allowed. <laughs> but that brings us to <laughs> our friendship. Yeah. So we're friends from work. Yeah. Honestly, like, I... I feel like I met so many great people because we were all God. I'm not very poetic at the moment. (laughs) It was just nice to work with so many people in the same like age range. Yeah. Even just within 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And like we spent so much time together and sometimes doing some really fun things. Yeah. Like when we would work events, it sometimes felt like we were attending a fancy party. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. But I will say, like, there was just something about, like, our connection that was rare for me. Yeah. It's not often that I will meet someone and almost immediately go, 
I love this person. We're going to be good you friends. You still haven't seen Step Brothers, right? No. Where he's like, did we just become best friends? He's like, yep. He's like, you want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was yeah, us. <laughs> it, I, it just felt like one day I was like, hey, I'm Holly, the girl who almost died that everyone's been talking about. And I was like, oh, about. I heard of you. You haven't been here the first week because <laughs> I heard you almost died. Yeah. And I was like, cool. She seems like... Fine, whatever. And then I think... Fine, whatever. <laughs> it was a very short interaction. <laughs> but then I think it was at lunch or something where we really got to know each other. And yeah. literally within like a day or two, I was like, she's my best friend. <laughs> I felt like a crazy stalker girlfriend where I'm like, I'm in love with her. She doesn't know it yet. How chill do I play this? <laughs> You're so funny. But we just got along really well. And like, yeah. I just loved how unapologetically like yourself you were yeah because i really don't feel like i was myself for the first like six months to a year i was much quieter see i have to jump in like hot because otherwise we're gonna be like who's this crazy bitch i'm like listen you knew it all along you knew knew you were getting yourself exactly but yeah i just i remember like having so many days where maybe we were like bored and then we would just start chatting and hanging out or working together and it was just so much more fun yeah it was great it's awesome. Our, our relationship blossomed quickly you'd, and effortlessly. You'd borrow deodorant that I always kept in my my desk, or antacids, or take antacids, or ibuprofen, or I'd like go into <laughs> Dan Joseph's and get diet cokes for steal us. Steal us diet yeah. cokes. I mean, Sorry, it wasn't Dan. stealing. They got refilled like all the time. True, and like he never said not to. No, I just never did. I, one of my career goals at Blue Plate was like I'm gonna feel. Confident enough to walk into Dan Joseph's office while he's sitting at that desk and take a Diet Coke. Did you ever do it? No, I didn't get there. Me either. That's for sure. Got laid off first. So, (laughs) yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, But yeah, I'm very grateful that we met. It's, I mean, yeah, this is a very deep friendship to come out of a work relationship. Totally. Um, Okay, so there was a study titled Opposites Don't Attract. (gasps) Dun-dun-dun! So... People in this study were asked whether their current friends are mostly similar to themselves or mostly different from them in a number of areas. Okay. The majority always chooses mostly similar. Okay. Now, this could be for many reasons, but let's get into the details. Yeah, do it. So, for religious beliefs, 62% of friendships are similar. Okay. 38% have different religious beliefs. Okay. For race or ethnicity, Oof. 74% Damn. Of friendships are the same race or ethnicity. Damn. Only 26% are multiracial. I'm not going to lie. I love that, like, my maids of honor are, like, a complete blend I of love all it colors. Too. Even all colors of black, all colors. We, we got the blondes. We got the brunettes. We got the chocolates. We got the light skins. Like, <laughs> I got a full array it's of beautiful. beautiful bevies. I love it, too. And I think... Especially once I moved to, like, I, a, a couple of my closest friends in Chicago, or Phoenix, were people of color, like, mixed. But, like, once I moved to Chicago, I think I was exposed to more diversity. Yeah. And it's just great because you can learn so many things about yeah. different cultures and yeah. perspective, perspectives. I think it's really you're not, dangerous. you're not in a little bubble. I think being in a bubble is really dangerous. Yeah. That's how stereotypes and prejudices are born and multiplied. Right. Um, but it can be tough depending on where you live. Sometimes yeah. everyone's just the same around you. You know, it's you tricky. gotta run away to New York City like they do in the <laughs> movies. <laughs> um, so income is another area where fifty six percent 
of friends have the same sort of income compared to 44%. Okay. So that's interesting that it's a little bit more even keeled. Yeah. Um, education level, 63% similar versus 37%. Huh. So, huh. So social status, which like, what does that mean? Yeah, like what's our status in society? Probably low. Celebrities. <laughs> yeah, oh, is it like a person that like the community whether small or large knows oh knows yeah that makes sense i mean there are plenty of famous powerful people who are not loved that's true so 70 percent of people have like the same social status versus 30 percent political views 62 percent have the same versus 38 percent honestly i would have thought that that'd be even more drastic where like eighty percent of people have the same place. I think views. it depends on how close friends are, though. Yeah. Because I feel like people that aren't super close friends typically avoid political talks. Yeah. Well, and I feel. Like I mean, these days it can't be avoided, but prior yeah. to I've, stupid Trump. Um, I mean, I feel like it's really been more decisive. Divisive. Divisive than ever. Yeah. But also, I know some people who they just establish like. We're just not going to talk about that. Yeah. Like, I still want to be your friend, and this is not... It's like the rule of the good. bar. I think that's... Isn't that a rule of bar? Like, no no religion, no politics, yeah. no something else. Because otherwise, it starts a fisticus. Yeah. Is that a, a word? A fisticus. <laughs> I think that's a word. If that's a real word, that's the best word I've ever heard. Fisticus. Fisticuffs. Wait. Fisticuffs? What? Yeah. Fisticuffs. Fighting with the fists. Oh, wow. Fisticuff. Put it there. Put it there. That's amazing. Oh, I love that I just learned that. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last category was life stage. So 69% similar versus 31%. And that makes sense. Wouldn't I have been talking about that lately? It's like, all of a sudden, like, once you're in a relationship, especially, like, now that we're about to be married, it's like, he's like, you know, it's just easier being around married people. Like, you're just on the <laughs> same page. Like, yeah. I can't, you know, like, he. I feel that. If he was out with all these single friends, that's a whole different story. <laughs> so interestingly, we break a lot of these social norms. Yeah. Obviously, we're not the same race. Right. We're not the same education level because you have your master's. I'm smarter than and you. And I yeah. don't. Wow. <laughs> this is why friendships end. <laughs> um, I think for similar social statuses. And similar political views, similar... Life stage, it's weird because we're kind of flip-flop because you've been married. But, like, I'm older than you, so it's like... Well, and I think we... When we have kids, we'll probably we'll be in the cross same. over. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know for sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we, we break at least two of those. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. Well, so I know what I found interesting is guys yeah. in particular, which, like, are we surprised? No, probably not. No. Evangelicals, which is how what Holly was raised is. Yeah. An evangelical Christian. Are less likely than most to have friends who are different than them, especially when it comes to religious beliefs. Ninety-one percent mostly similar. With ethnicity, it's eighty-eight percent, and with political views, it's eighty-six percent. So that's kind Thank of God terrifying. You broke out. <sighs> Honestly, I'm glad I saw the light because it's like the fact that ninety-one percent of friendships of evangelicals 
are with other evangelicals is like yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is such a tight bubble to live in. And ethnicity, 88%, which yeah, pretty much like, crazy. let's just be honest, evangelicals is probably mostly white people. Well, that's a great question. I don't know who all falls under evangelical. Like, do Baptists? What are you? What were you? An evangelical? Pentecostal? Oh, yeah, I guess we could have looked this up ahead of time, but it's just no crossing my mind. I mean, in general, it's just like healthier and easier to be empathetic if you're surrounded by people who are different than you. Yeah. And with different stories and backgrounds. Yeah. Evangelicals believe in the centrality of the conversion or born again experience and receiving salvation, the authority of Bible. I feel like a lot of yeah, a lot of people would fall through that. Yeah, that, right? fall under evangelical. That's interesting because it's not a term for a specific denomination, but is an umbrella term for any person of faith who subscribes to a certain set of beliefs. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Deep. Very fascinating. All right. Well, let's get into some dirt. Let's get into some gossip, Holly. I have a lot of tea to spill. <laughs> I want to hear this. So Holly has had some serious breakups and no, not loving relationships since she's only been in one. But this is about well, friendships. One boyfriend, but I was 14. You guys hugged, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> so let's talk about it. I almost said yeah. their names. Oh, yeah. We're not going to use names, but these were... There what if two... we use names that, like, rhymed with them? <laughs> I know. I almost said them out loud. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> so, I've had two friendship breakups that were pretty dramatic yeah. and intense and felt, like, as emotionally damaging as a romantic relationship. Or I so I would that. imagine. I could see that. Um... So the first one, yes, <laughs> I was a freshman in college. Okay, I no longer lived in the same state as this person. I visited them every summer, and I was having a sleepover. I was like, "Hey, I gotta confess something." I feel. And how really... long were you guys friends? We had been friends since the age of six, so okay. I think it'd been thirteen years. Okay, and like we were very close. Okay, we had yeah years of memories together. Loved her. She loved me. And I was like, hey, I just got to confess, like, some sin to you. I feel really guilty, and I want you to, like, pray for me, and I'm working on, like, accountability, blah, blah, blah. Basically, like, Aaron and I had done some, like, fingering stuff and blowjob. You did job. some, too? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. We both did some hand stuff, and I confessed okay. to her, because we, we grew up in the church together. We were both... Very strict, intense, I would say legalistic Christians at the legalistic? time. Legalistic? Legalistic. Very, like, by the rules, judgmental, critical. That does not surprise me. So, um, she did not respond well. Look, she decided to, She like, didn't respond at all. Right? Yeah. She basically was just like, uh, that's messed up. And then literally stopped talking to me, even though I was right next to her. And I was like, um, hello? And she just, like, turned her back to me in bed we, I was like, I guess we're going to sleep now. <laughs> and then in the morning, pretended like I was not there. I was like, this is so like freaking Like, she was, awkward. like, looking around. Like, you were like, she, she, hello? She's just... She got up before me, and she just, like, got ready. For what? Maybe she was still in her PJs. She took a book. She went on the couch. She read her book. I was trying to talk to her. She would not ex- acknowledge my presence. What? And her family was like, what are you doing? And 
obviously they didn't know what happened. She's like, Holly's a slut! And they're like, okay, that's justified. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, knowing her family, I'm positive. Praise the Lord, happened. praise the Lord. They're like, good, get, get that demon out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like heartbroken because it wasn't like I was like, hey, I'm like, fucking all these dudes and I don't give a shit anymore I was like I feel so guilty and like I have to tell you because you're my best friend right. and instead of being like okay I can see you're struggling like let's talk about this it was just like I became like a sinner that she could not be in the presence and of and this girl has never had an experience at no, that point she'd like never, you she never had a she'd never dated anyone she'd never known like so she what it was like what the urges in your exactly. groin feels like yeah <laughs> When the heart and the groin meet, <laughs> it's intense. So basically, when she finally did start talking to me, she was reiterating that it was sin. I was living in sin, that that was wrong. I was like, yes, I know. That's why I came to you. Yeah. And like, it just felt very belittling and like really hurtful. And we had a few like Facebook conversations about it and then basically just tried to pretend it didn't happen. And I would reach out and be like, how are you? How's your family? And then finally I was like, I'm going to stop initiating the conversation because yeah. honestly I'm not you happy about that. what happened. And then she never, excuse me, reached out to me. And so it just trickled off and we never talked again. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that she's never blocked me on Facebook since then. But Yeah, because she didn't. I stalked. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> How does a friendship end from something like that? Like, you are on a high You know what they always say, finger stuff in friendships. (laughs) Honestly, I'm just, like, so glad I'm not like her anymore because it made me realize how judgmental I had been towards people. Yeah. And I was like, that is not Christ-like. That is not loving. That's just messed up. Yeah, Jesus would still love you. In the end, like, I am not mad that the friendship ended yeah but in the moment i just felt so outcasted and like othered well and also because you were in that still mindset where you already were feeling really guilty so like that was probably just making you feel even worse about yourself not even like yes about you losing your relationship i had so much guilt as it was and then her reasoning was like just get married i'm like i'm 19 and we live in other states and she's like yeah so like basically she thought it was more important to get married and stop hooking up, not even full sex yet, guys, than it was for me to, like, finish my degree at my school. Like, her plan was basically, like, drop out of school, move to him, go to school there if you have to, get married ASAP. She was like, I would love to be married by 19. Like, I want babies ASAP. And I'm like, whoa, girl, we are not on the same page. Meanwhile, she didn't get married at 19. She just got married two years ago, and I'm like, good luck, buddy. She's just so critical and like maybe she's grown since then. It's very possible. But I just look back and we were very similar and that was kind of our breaking off point. And I'm like, I'm so glad that that's Yeah, not who knows? Me. Maybe she broke off and she, you know, went the same route that you did and it's more open and did finger stuff and all types of shit. <laughs> who knows? But I'm not about to ask. I will. Can I ask her? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, girl. So, uh, I hear you don't like figure stuff. Uh, how'd that go for you? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, breakup number two. The second one literally could be a lifetime freaking movie. <laughs> Guys, yeah. this is such a long story, and I have so many cringy sub-stories. But to try and sum this up, I was friends with this person for five years. Okay. We were roommates. We Roommates in college, and then okay. we moved to Chicago together. Well, okay, this is really obvious. 
<laughs> Whatever. Um, if she's listening. I tried to protect her story for so long, and then I heard the story that she was telling her mutual friends, and I was like, oh, Wait, okay. I don't know if I know that. Well, Okay, we'll tell your story first, yeah. So basically, um, she was extremely possessive of yeah, me clinging. so when we moved we I mean we made a pact like let's make friends together because it's gonna be hard but I didn't know it was to the extent like, of like did you guys literally make a pact like hey let's make a pact well it was just kind of like let's try to help each other out okay okay but I didn't know it was to the point where like, like I was blood, not like you guys, <laughs> blood just yeah you know there were a few cuts involved <laughs> but I didn't know it was to the extent of like I could not hang out with anyone without her okay and like if I did I would get a lecture about it and how I was being a selfish friend. Literally, my friend from high school, Keaton, he's so sweet. He came to visit. I hadn't seen him in like, I think a year. And I was like going through the plans with him, making sure he liked everything that I had on the list. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, I'm so excited for that and blah, blah, blah. She didn't know him. This is my high school friend that I hadn't seen in a year. And she expected to do all the things with us and like try to work around her schedule. And I was like, um... You're what? Not, you're not coming. Like I didn't <laughs> did know you how say, to, did, did she I, come to everything? I, no, I, I actually didn't oh, let did her. I was her. like, hey, I haven't seen him in a year. Like we'd really love time. Just two of us. Like you can come to a couple things, but like this is my friend. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so again, I was like, I was a selfish, mean person for saying that. When Aaron, my long distance boyfriend, would come into town, she also expected to go to a variety of things with us. I was like, we're trying to be like alone and enjoy ourselves as much as possible. She's like sitting in the corner of the bedroom. <laughs> ah! She's like, I thought we were hanging out tonight. So then it really peaked when I found out from her that she had broken one of our only two rules, which was don't poop with the door open when we're home. Okay. And number two is don't masturbate when I'm in the room. Guess wait, which one she broke, you wait, guys. Wait, in the room? Like, or maybe it was when we were home. <laughs> it might have been when I was home. Actually, that makes way more sense. Uh, wait, but she did. She masturbated when I was asleep next to her. Uh, yeah, no, that's because I, I don't know. I couldn't make a roommate rule that if you're at the house, I'm not going to masturbate. If the door is closed, I don't remember. To be honest, but I don't remember in the same room, is. yeah, that should definitely well, that we, shouldn't even be a stated rule. We that shared we shared be... a bedroom. Well, and I oh, at that okay, point okay. hadn't masturbated yet, but I know she did. Okay. So it was really for her. Wait, she. <laughs> your then, rule is wait. So she and told then you this? in the morning. She felt really bad because I was like, "What is wrong with you? Like, why are you being so weird?" And she's like, "I have to confess something." I was like, "That's not cool. Um, <laughs> please don't do that again." Flash forward. She's, she's, I don't know. Six she's like months. Like staring at you. I'll do. It. <laughs> God, don't paint a picture. So then, flash forward. I don't know. Six months a year. I don't remember. I can hear her next. So we were broke and we shared a queen size bed in a one bedroom apartment. I thought we were like sisters. It's no big deal. It's like sleepover every night, party, so fun. Okay. She was not thinking like no, she's in terms like, of sisters. Sisters, sisters. <laughs> oh my God. Like so I wake up and my back is facing oh her no. and I can hear from the sounds. I'm like, oh my God. Wait, mouth sounds? Like her noises? Just kind of like. Breathing and like shuffling, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's masturbating right next to me!" And so I was like, Ugh, "Like stretching, you, you like open, you like, ha!" <laughs> yeah. So I was just making it known that I was awake. Then it, she was immediately still, and then when I would be still, it would start again. And I was like, what the fuck? "This is my nightmare." 
And finally, like, I did it enough times that she stopped, but I was like, this is so cringy. I didn't know that then part. once I got, oh my God, it was awful. So then I was like, that, that's weird. And some mutual friends and my coworkers were all like, she's in love with you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because that would make everything so weird. Like, we shared a bedroom. That would make it super I did not know you guys shared a bed, Holly. Yeah. This is very yeah. inappropriate. We'd give each other massages all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally we shower together to save water. Literally, I was thinking of things i do with my sisters. Oh, my God. Ugh. And so, anyways, w- once I got engaged, there was, like, a huge shift where, like, the possessiveness and the meanness increased. And okay. I did not feel, like, comfortable because I just didn't know what would upset her. Like, literally, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to use this song for my wedding. And she's like, great, another song ruined. And I was like, wow, okay. And she was constantly like, once you get married, I'm just going to be pushed aside. And I was like, do you really think that little of me that, like, once I'm married, my whole life is my husband? Like, we've been long distance for three and a half years. We're very independent. And he didn't live here. No, he was in New York. I was in Chicago. Okay. And so I was just like, that's not the case. And it's honestly a little insulting. And she just, like, the insults and the digs towards me, my wedding, my wedding plans just grew and grew and grew, where I was like, I don't want you in my wedding. Like, you're being really mean to me. You're not happy for me. You've clearly stated you don't want me to get married. And let me remind you, like, she's not being replaced. I was friends with him years before I even met her. Right. Like, we have a long history. Right. And so, anyways, long, long story awkward stories in there. I like um, it. <laughs> uh, long stories later, I basically was like, I don't think it's appropriate to have someone in my wedding party who doesn't want me to get married and is like actively against it. <clears throat> right. And that's when she started panicking. She's like, no, 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 I'll be nicer, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, the reason that I've been like this <laughs> is because <laughs> she's like, you know when you and so-and-so asked me if I've ever <coughs> been in love with someone or like imagine kissing someone and I said yes, but I wouldn't tell you who. And She's like, yeah, it's you. I have feelings for you. Oh. And this was like a month <coughs> before my me. wedding. And I was oh, like, God. I was like, okay. Um, I'm not super surprised because what everyone has been guessing. <laughs> you like, know, once you masturbated next to me for the fifth time. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, oh, my I, God. And I, I was like, I can't imagine what you're going through. Like, I'm sure that is so challenging. And, like, she's not out. I don't even know if she's out to this day. Like, Mm-mm. I I can't even imagine the emotional stress she was going through. Right. But that doesn't mean you have to take it out on me. No. And I'm not going to play your therapist. So I still don't want you in my wedding. And now I was like, it's inappropriate to have someone in my party who's in love with me. <coughs> and she was like, what, you think I'm going to kiss you or something? And I was like, no. You're like, because I, she's like, because I will. I will right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think you're going to kiss me at like, my so wedding. So you want me to? You don't want me to? Okay, yeah, I wasn't going to anyways. <laughs> in your dreams. In my she dreams. like catches your bouquet. She's like, yes! She's like, bitch, I'm married already. Damn it! You know how that works. Um, and I was like, no, like I'm I'm not, I don't think you're going to make a move. But like if, if Aaron had a groomsman or one of my bridesmaids who had romantic feelings for him it would not be appropriate for them to be in our party like and she just turned it around and thought i was being insensitive and blah 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 and i was like this is so what did she tell your friends she told them that she had a conversation where she was saying like we had a deep like 
brotherly love like in the bible like david and jonathan where it's like you're like soul brothers and i took it the wrong way and like i was being all weird about it and like you literally said you imagined kissing me (laughs) you've literally masturbated in bed next to me and i like because she wasn't out i was like i'm not gonna talk about it to people like i'm gonna be really vague i'm gonna be you know discreet and polite because this was my friend my best friend for five years like i'm gonna i'm gonna try and protect her story because She'll tell people in her own time. That, then when I heard that, I was like, let me clear it up for you. Um, so it's it's frustrating because she's one of those people who really victimizes herself. Mm-hmm. The whole world is against her. Like, if she struggled to get a job, it wasn't because she wasn't looking hard enough. It was because employers suck. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And I can't stand that. Like, yeah. I'm such a hard worker that I can't stand the mentality of like... I'm always the victim. I just can't believe she got masturbating next to you in bed. You shared a bed with this yes. girl. Yes. Oh, and you God. think that I would have been like, okay, from now on I'm sleeping in the living room. Right! But I did it. Because I wanted the nice mattress. I didn't want the crap. You like kick her out. You're like, you're on the couch me. tonight. Oh my One God. too many rubdowns next to me. You're on the couch. And believe it or not, there were even more awkward stories that I didn't share. But Ugh. it's just, it, it was so complicated. But I just realized, like, if she's always going to be, like, the victim and she's not going to come out to people, like, I don't, and she doesn't want me to get married and she's in love with me, I don't know how this friendship can continue. Yeah. But also, it really just came down to poor treatment. Where so I was like, how long hey. did you guys live together here, then? How long did that last? Um, ooh, what's the timeline? Honestly, I think only a year. Okay. Yeah. God, that had to have been rough, too, for her to, to share a bed with her crush for a year. But also, like, I always flip it. If, if she were a man who's, like, pretending to be gay and would just take advantage of the fact that, like, I walked around naked. Yeah, but you like, wouldn't... You probably would not have been that cool about having... A male roommate that you well, yeah. share bed. I wouldn't. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think in terms of like it was very inappropriate. Yeah. It, she was really taking advantage of a situation. Granted, she was probably t- trying to push those feelings down. Wait, not so did you herself. walk around the house naked? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, that was a that was a first. That's a first. Misha laughed and pounded <laughs> the desk, which knocked over the mic. I mean, I didn't walk around naked all the time, but, like, I You're, like, frolicking. <laughs> I didn't, like, Hey, look at this new interpretive dance I came up with. <laughs> Do you think Erin will like this new lingerie? <laughs> but, I mean, I, I didn't... How's my booty look when I bend over, like... <laughs> I didn't get I didn't get dressed in, like, a corner oh or, like, lock God. myself in the bathroom. I was like, whatever. That it, is... But, literally, that story could and should be a Lifetime movie. Whew. I was under... So much stress. So yeah, I'm sure everyone says this, but my two big friendship breakups, I would like to think were not my fault. But, <laughs> but I don't know. You guys can take the facts. Lesson Do learned. What you want. Know who you're sharing a bed with, yeah. whether it's a friend or a lover. <laughs> Seriously, guys. <laughs> okay, after that, those stressful stories. <laughs> Let's move into some happy things. Yeah. So, Misha, what's the longest lasting friendship you've ever had? I guess still have. So, yeah. So, I mean, my longest friendship is with 
Lauren, who I've known since I was like three months old. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then Monica's my next one, and that's two. I was two when I met her. Wow. And her dad was an NBA. NBA player and he was like six foot ten. So can you imagine like a two year old and your best friend's dad comes to pick you up? You're like, what the fuck? A giant. A giant. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Um. So aside from Aaron, um, I would say Keaton, who I mentioned before, because they're friends I'm reconnecting with from high school through social media. But he's someone I actually like hang out with when I'm in Arizona. Yeah. And so we've been friends for 14 years because nice. I met him my freshman year, his sophomore year of high school, and we did speech and debate and theater together. Cute. Yeah, he's really sweet. Cute. I like it. Mm-hmm. So how many friends are you still in contact with that you've been friends with for 10 plus years? Is it just uh, him? I think it's just him <laughs> and Aaron. Okay. Again, like I've kind of reconnected with a couple on social media and if we lived in the same city or state or like when I go back to Arizona there's one friend in particular that I would like to meet up with for the first time in a really long time but yeah just just those two I think Aaron and Keaton how about you I mean outside of you actually I think all my maids of honors I've definitely known 10 plus years. I'm so honored. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah, because Monica's, t- I've known for 33 years. Wow. Then, then there's high school, like end of high school. No, Kati, first grade. Wow. And then, yeah, end of high school. That's crazy. Beginning of college, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you have clearly had a lot of long-lasting friendships. Yeah. What do you think are some of the factors that have contributed towards that? Well, I think, number one, most of my friends are still around here. So, like, I didn't have, like... I'm trying to think if I had, like, a close friend that, like, left when I was younger. I don't think so. So, wow. just proximity-wise, we've all kind of been around each other. Is that common? Like, a lot of people who grew up in Oak Park stay in or near Oak Park? I don't... I don't know if it's any more common than other places. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, no. Everybody that went to high school with me is not just still here. Like, okay. I, I'm, I think I'm rare in that sense. So you just kind of got lucky that a lot of your close friends yeah, did the same? Yeah, just stayed around. Yeah. And then also, like, there's really no drama with my friends. Like, there's no, like, None of them have masturbated cattiness. next to you? No, not that I know of. Wow. Shocking. I don't know if I'd be upset, though. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, get it, girl. Get it where you fit it. Not with me, but, you know. she was like, fuck with <laughs> Yeah, then it'd be a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I don't, we don't have, like, girl fights or, like, tiffs and bickers. And it's just kind of, we're all pretty chill for yeah. the most part. So there's same just no feel. drama. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're just on the same page with our expectations. Like, you know, I have friends where I don't have to talk to you every day, but like, they also know that too. So it's not like a, why haven't you called me? Or like, you don't love me because you haven't talked to me. Like, no. <laughs> if if anybody knew, that, like, if you know me, you know that like, I'll call you every day for like a month and then you might not hear me from me for like a month and that's fine. And then it doesn't we mean anything. hop back into what it was before. That's great. Um, what would you say is your role in your friendships? I feel like I'm usually... Not always, but usually the one who initiates talking, texting, and hanging out. Okay. Um, I will give a shout out to Dustin yeah. and Stefan, 
They're very good about reaching out as well. Yeah. Almost everybody else. I don't hear from them until I reach out first. Gotcha. I'm learning to not give so much weight and importance yeah. to that and like get out of you, you get th- out of my head. You threw out your friend <laughs> Voodoo Dolls. <laughs> 2021. New year. Um, I think I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe it depends on the friend and how they perceive it. Yeah. But I think I find that I usually play therapist. Like I want to find actionable solutions for friends when they're upset or having problems you're like a so you're a hands-on therapist because you're not just gonna listen you need to right. provide steps to help I'm them out i'm not just lives. gonna help you realize things i'm going to also like tell give you, you assignments yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see that i could see that um what i mean what would you say is my role or like what do i tend to do you're definitely um I mean, I would say you definitely, when, I feel like if I have an issue, you definitely were like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you, what about this? What about this? And usually I'm like, yes, I tried that. I'm yes, sorry. That it, no, it's fine. It shows that you care. But you're definitely, you try to inspire and motivate, which I love that. Okay. And you're just, you're funny. Well. Yeah, you're funny. You're like a lot of fun. And you just make me laugh whether you're trying to or not. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay, so you, how do you feel? Your like, what? What are you in your friendships? Um, I feel like I'm like, I didn't have any sisters, and I always wanted sisters. So I like tried to like be there for my people. Like, I I don't judge. Like, I feel like my friends know that, so they can yeah. talk to me about anything. I agree. I definitely play devil's advocate. I try to get people to think, like, outside of what they're thinking. Definitely also true. Yeah. So I, I, like, and it's not for me to, like, make you mad. It's just for you to, like, think outside of your thoughts, which I think usually yeah. helps. Um, I actually learned that when I started going to therapy and I started, like, talking in circles and like, come full circle, like, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's good to have perspective. Yeah, yeah. So I think I do that. I mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm a lot of fun. I'm yeah. definitely, like, the foodie where I'm, like, always <laughs> figuring out where we should eat. Um, I'm just a silly, I think I'm the silly one, but I'm also, like, an emotional one, you know. Like yeah. But, yeah, I get people to dig deep into themselves, whether whether they like it or not. Honestly, I can attest to that. Because I think you you dig deep in a logical way where if I've worked myself into a frenzy, you can kind of help me work myself out. Yeah. Because I jump 10 steps too far into assuming what people are thinking. Yeah. And you're like, boop. Why would they think that? Right. Or and also, why like, would they say that. If and they I'm do like, huh. think that, who gives a fuck? Right. Which, that's not something I'm great at. I, I wish I didn't care as much what people think. And that's something I really admire in you. And I agree that, like, you make me laugh a lot too. And yeah. I think it's just fun that we laugh so much together. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I think you're really good at, like, making light of a situation where it doesn't feel so heavy or, yeah. like, almost like you just don't let things impact you as much whereas I tend to let it like sink into me and you mean like, like how yeah, you just like, started whatever. getting hives the last episode I mean the last part when you were talking about your breakup you're like <laughs> yeah I'm like bright red from my head to my boots I looked at you I was like oh shit this is I was, really I was getting pulling stressed. out some things <laughs> yeah I think um I let things like negative experiences stick with me yeah a lot more whereas you're able to just like 
Live and learn. Yeah, let I get it go. over things. Unfortunately, yeah. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes I. That's why I think we're really good for each yeah. other. Yeah. Because we're different in so many ways that complement each yeah, other. Yeah, agreed. Um, you also help me not to be like such a stickler with like time or to do lists, like such with the podcast. But we I've need that. I think we've definitely met in the middle. Yes, definitely. Um, we've, we've found a good place. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about friends of the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, 25% of people in the same survey we've been using indicated that just they have just one close friend of the opposite sex, and the average among all adults is 1.4. Huh. Um, in general, the number of friends of the opposite sex appears to rise gradually with age, likely a result of bonds that grow over time. Also, maybe having more couple friends. Yeah. It's like a two-for-one. Yeah. Um, then also among millennials specifically, they asked whether men and women can be just friends if they are both single. I was actually kind of surprised with this number. A large majority, more than 9 and 10, 92% say yes, hmm. which hardly changes that they are in a committed relationship, which is 89%. Which is, I was kind of surprised wow. by that because I feel like there's always the thing of like... Men you and can't women just can't be, be friends. friends. You want to fuck. Yeah, and it's going to happen at some point. Eventually, it's going to happen. Wow, but 92% are like, no, you can just be friends. Yeah, but huh. how many of those people lied? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Among <laughs> those who believe it could be difficult, the main challenges are that attraction slash feelings exist or will develop at some point. That's 36%. The reality of sexual tension and temptation will get in the way. That's 24%. Or that it will complicate other friendships and relationships, which is 17%. So basically, uh, if you have an ugly friend that's uh, opposite sex, like, everything's good. It's probably good. Yeah, because so, two of the three of those have to do with the track. Yeah. So how many of your close friends are of the opposite sex? So when we were talking about our closest friends, lifelong friends, I realized that Five out of my eight closest friends are guys. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting because I feel like when you think about girls that have a lot of guy friends, they're like, they're like, what are the bro bros? Girl. Like, let's yeah. watch some football and eat buffalo wings. Like, I always wear a backwards hat because I'm chill. <laughs> or at least you think I'm chill. <laughs> really, I want to fuck you. I just want to play video games. Like, screw makeup. Girls like, are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think I fit that stereotype. No, you definitely don't. Um, But I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I think, honestly, a lot of my female friendships have just dwindled away because of people moving they're like all my f- girlfriends just start loving me it's really <laughs> annoying not that i know of except for the one but but seriously like like i had a couple really close girlfriends who in chicago who live super far away now and it's just logistics yeah it's like it's harder when you don't see someone on a regular basis and like it's easy to kind of go a long time and be like oh shoot we haven't talked in Eight months. Right. What? Yeah. Um, so most of the ends of my friendships have not been because of drama. Right. It's just because... Growing apart. Yeah, you grow apart and you get busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the close friendships I have are dudes. Huh. Yeah. I have one. I have yeah. one dude. Chase. Yeah. He's yeah, like he's the brother cool. I never wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's my... It's surprising too. I mean, I feel like growing up I had more... I would have at least one or two guy friends. But yeah, mm-hmm. now it's just me and the girls with Chase. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like he's also a good friend to have because I feel like 
he's really intimidating. So if someone was like causing shit or like not being cool to you, all he needs to do is like walk up and be like, what's the problem? Oh and yeah. Probably pee their pants. He's, he's, he's almost whooped ass for me a couple times. But like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Cause and I would not whoop ass for him. I'm not getting in any fights. <laughs> I mean, I'm if 35 he, now. If I'm he not. can't handle it himself, <laughs> right. you well, should stay be out a, of it. It'd be a girl. I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh, oh, I see. help see. with the guy. I'm like, like, Chase, you better beat that bitch. (laughs) No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, No, I mean, I've only only been around him a couple of times, but he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's all right. He's all right. So this came up when we were kind of breaking down things for this episode, and we started talking about core friends versus friends. Yeah. Right? And we were saying, like, we were trying to figure out who are your close friends. And it was interesting because... There's all these different factors to it, right? Yeah. Like, like for example, Aaron and Wit, right? Like, Aaron is my friend. Mm-hmm. Wit's your friend. Yeah. Would I go and have lunch with just Aaron? Probably not. Yeah, it'd probably be a little weird. Yeah, it would be strange. But like, unless I like died and on my anniversary wanted to like reminisce or something. On your death anniversary? <laughs> yeah. Or my birthday? I don't know. Your, that national holiday? There's always a movie playing in my head, Misha. Jesus. I mean, yeah, that's what's interesting, too, is, like, I, I think other factors we found is, like, what would you be willing to tell this person? Like, right. Share with this person? Who do or you like, go to when you have big news or bad news? Or, like, how many of those friends that you call friends have you only hung out just one or one? Or is it just, like, when it's usually a group of people? Right. The same group? Yeah. I think that happens a lot with work stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, it's even crazy when I think about, like, what my l- wedding guest list would have been last year compared yeah. to this year. But, like, I don't I mean, see any of these people that I used to work with. But yeah, I probably would have had a lot of people from there. I've thought about that. Yeah. Where I'm like, in a way... COVID saved me some money. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, in the way... I miss you guys. The pan- <laughs> in the way, though, the pandemic, I think, has kind of shown, like... Who are your closest and most important friends? Yeah. Because I agree, like, you probably would have invited so many people out of obligation that, yeah. like, 10 years from now, you're not going to talk to. I them. was even thinking, like, it's crazy when you think about that, right? So if I invited, because I think about how I was with my last job, and, like, I was super close with all these people. And then, you know, once I left, like, there's people that I literally talked to every day, saw them, hung out, and, like, I haven't seen them since then, right. you know? And it's like, so you have, like, let's just say 10 people from your job is now on your guest list. And then what about, like, in a month, three of them stop working there and you never talk yeah. to them again, but they were at your wedding? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It I is. Mean, I, I was also expecting, I think, more people from our old job to, like, reach out to me and, like, follow up more. And they haven't. Yeah. And then it kind of makes me second guess. Like, I thought we were closer, but now that I think about it, maybe it's just because it was convenient. Yeah. Just and, like, we work literally friends. had, like, a lunch room. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I definitely want to stay in contact with people and, like, keep hanging out. Well, not keep. Start hanging out once right. the weather eases up. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say I only have probably, like, a couple close friends, including you. Yeah. From there. Yeah. I mean... But there's different tiers for different things. Exactly. Like, I still wouldn't be like, you're not part of my close friends, you're not coming to my birthday party. No. I want, like, the more the merrier. Yeah, you, you know? want everybody at your birthday party. And you're they're... like, even the girl, you're like, you're all right. Yeah, sure, sure, come on, come on. <laughs> it's like, also, I think, um, 
What is that? Oh, the sink. I don't know why oh, that sounded so I didn't weird know what to that me. Was <laughs> um, I think also like there are friends where you can go a year or two without talking and then you meet up and it's just like old times. I mean that happened with Annie. At when zoo I was, lights? Yeah, zoo lights. Yeah. We went to zoo lights and I literally had not seen one of my close friends, Annie, in like two years. Now granted COVID added to that. For sure. But like she had a girlfriend that I had not met and they just had their two year anniversary. Like she had not seen Wit wow. since we became official. And she's in my wedding, you know? Like yeah. so it's like Friends, it's all about the bond that you have with them, I feel like. You know, like there's certain people where like you might talk to them every day. And there's certain people where like you just check in just to make sure that everybody's good. And if they are, cool. And I do think the pandemic has created stranger circumstances. Yeah. But man, I just can't wait to get that vaccine and like visit people. I know. I'm so excited to be around friends. Thank God we had our, our little pocket like the four of us so we've been able to do stuff together you and whitney coming over for christmas was like a lifesaver yeah seriously it turned what could have been a really sad day into like a fun party that we'll probably never be able to do again yeah no like the circumstances won't be right no no i'm not not sorry mom i'm not coming to your house i'm going to house for christmas dinner sorry family i'm not traveling to iowa i'm gonna get drunk with me we're having a crab boil uh yeah Like, that was so fun, and I'm so grateful, yeah, that we have, the four of us, just been strict and kept together. Yeah, because without a bubble during this, that would have been really hard. And we're really extroverted social people. Yes. And, like, when I hear people using that excuse to, like, have parties, I'm like, no, 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 no. No. Me and Nisha are as extroverted as it gets. Yeah. If we can do it, you can do it. Seriously. Sorry I brought it back to COVID. (sighs) fuck. (laughs) Fuck COVID, man. (sighs) All right, so what I think is one of the our favorite things that we hear from our listeners is that people feel like they know us and they're like our best friends. Yeah. And I just love that because I feel like we talk on this like we are talking to our friends. I mean, I'm, I guess you're my friend, so I guess I'm talking to you. <laughs> Basically, we don't hold back even though there's a microphone. <laughs> exactly. So I just love that people see that and yeah. love it. Yeah. And, you know, we are all friends, guys. Yeah. Forever and always. Never stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> we'll know if you stop. <laughs> we see the numbers. <laughs> I mean, we really, we, we don't. No, just we to don't. Clarify. No, no. We don't know who's listening and who's not. But still don't stop. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I think like in a time where it's easy to feel lonely, that is like the sweetest thing people can say. Yeah. So Brian we love Chardin. it, guys. Yeah, and, love um, you guys. We hope you enjoy this episode. Please follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Loud and Louder Podcast. TikTok, and, too. Oh, shoot. TikTok. Yeah. yeah we, we're going to make some videos coming Yeah, we haven't it's done shit with that. Yeah. And feel free to email us if you ever have thoughts, questions. It's loudandlouderpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And like and subscribe and send us a review. If you guys haven't sent us a review, send yeah, us one please. through Apple Podcasts. It makes our day. Yeah. This is Loud. And Louder with, with Holly, Holly and Misha. Misha.